Blog Talk Radio. I'm a truth terrorist. I'm a knowledge gangster. I'm a black history hitman. I'm a live killer urban gorilla. I gotta be a rough nag. Free the black panthers. FCBP. Stand for free the black panthers. If up the black police. That 13th Amendment. Trying to make a slave of me. You can like my body, can't trap my mind, not forever be free. Okay, free the Black Panthers, FCBP, stand for free the Black Panthers, and fuck the black police. Feds infiltrated our movements for black leadership roles, but we still here, in the bill here, up coin tail pro. Show, they got me started, lying hearted, I'm the new Mufasa. And I'm all about Umoja, first in Guzu Saba. Let's bring back the black families, we need our father. Single mama, son and daughter, that's root of the problem. Wise up, we wise up. Unity is so powerful. Black banks, black schools, black on black power moves. You tell a lie, you think this shit won't be televised. Black power, be scared guys, that be standing there like they paralyzed. Huh? We say fuck the system, cause we above the system. We keep ARs and pistols, shotguns that's worth the crystal. But that's for self-defense, make sure we have no issues. Be sure to leave it at the door if you have it with you. This for them freedom fighters, that lost their freedom. Until they freedom, we screaming carpe diem. This for the general. King Khalid Muhammad, we gon' make your day a holiday. I fuck me, promise. Free the Black Panthers, FCBP, stand for free the Black Panthers. If up the Black Police, that 13th Amendment, tryna make a slave of me. You can like my body, can't trap my mind, not forever be free. Okay, free the Black Panthers, FCBP, stand for free the Black Panthers. If up the Black Police. Feds infiltrated our movements for black leadership roles, but we still here in the bill head up coin tail pro. RBG, 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 RBG. My sisters, my brothers, the council, the elders, that's really all I need. We suited, we booted, don't do it, you stupid, we head to the armory. Black woman and goddess, regardless, my heart just don't fuck with misogyny, bullshit, I don't tolerate it. Melanated, so you gotta hate it. Barack upped up another conversation. Trump finna get inaugurated, damn. Unify or die, nbpp.org. First and foremost, the new Black Panther Party, no no other Black Panther Party, we're not violent. We are for self-defense and self-determination. And the most violent group in this country are the police. What is taking place by the police department to black people across this country is ethnic cleansing and genocide. It has escalated since the day that Barack Obama was inaugurated in 2008. We have a, 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 a people who are only 13% of the population, yet we make up 80% of the prisons. We have 50% unemployment rate in the black community, and it's actually even more than that because they're not counting our people that are in the prison. The 13th Amendment said you could not be made a slave or indigenous service unless you commit a crime. The 14th Amendment forced our people to be subjects of this government. We never had any say in that. We need our own nation. There was a, a an agenda that was sent out with this meeting. 
Thank you for those persons who are not task force members who are present. Uh, I, just for purposes of the procedures, uh, if, if it is my responsibility to, to handle and to manage the meeting, which I will do, um, and so I will, to the extent that you have something that you would like to say, either use the reaction and I will uh, uh, entertain your, your, your question or statement. Um, but primarily this is a meeting of the task force and at the present time we're dealing with a number of administrative matters. Uh, Chip, I see you say that you're having a problem. Are you not going to be able to, to be heard at the meeting or? Um, um, because normally you can unmute by doing either star six, star three, some, there's some procedure for unmuting yourself if you're on your phone. Okay. All right. Well, Mr. Chair, uh, yes. just give me, I think he was responding via the chat. He's saying that something is not working, and he said he will be back in, I think it said 10 minutes. Yeah, I, I saw that. He said, yeah, okay. he said something about his phone uh, uh, not allowing him, and I just wanted to confirm that that's it. All right. We're going to proceed with the agenda. There were a number of administrative matters which were raised uh, uh, largely by um, Task Force Member Greenwich um, at the, the last meeting that we had. I I also want, before we get into the administrative matters, I want to be able to say that um, both the administrative staff, Lori Nelson and her staff, and myself have been trying to communicate with Dr. Greenwich. Uh, she has not been responsive, so I am uncertain whether she is going to remain as, remember, as a member of the task force. Um, I tried to reach out to her in order to inquire about her intention. So um, that will be just reported to the, to the mayor or the mayor's office for them to make a determination of what they want to do. Um, we did have um, a task force member uh, did resign. Um, the help me with the name, uh, Lori, if you might. Uh, David. Uh, David. Task Force member. Um, David, David Harris. Harris. Uh, David Harris. That's um, correct. <laughs> David Harris did resign, as I mentioned at the last meeting. So we are now at well, either nine or eight members of the task force. But let's go through the, I want to go through the various motions that uh, were were raised by task force member Chip Greenwich, both in writing and, uh, and at the last meeting. Um, uh, I think we've dealt with the uh, and since that meeting, I had a meeting with Lori Nelson and her staff to try to get responses to some of these questions. So I will respond to most of them as to what we discussed. Uh, and I'm going to be asking for task force members to weigh in as we go through these. 
with your own input because these are decisions that we make collectively as as um, as task force members i will make recommendations but again that's all they are it's a matter of our task force adopting it um Chip Greenwich, Dr. Greenwich had asked for us to hold a meeting in June, around Juneteenth. We said we would look, uh, uh, consider that. My discussions with the staff was that we have a sense of unreadiness to be able to do that. And so therefore, uh, whether we will have a meeting in June is yet to be determined. It'll, it'll be based upon what the task force votes on today. But regards, but with the uh, recommendation that we have a, a, a some type of presence at Juneteenth, the staff and I do not feel that we have readiness in order to do that. So we will, uh, that would be a no on that particular request uh, or motion by um, Chip Greenwich. Uh, he wanted to have a meeting in and he proposed a meeting in and around the NAACP convention in July. Uh, we had some brief discussion when that was raised at the last meeting. Uh, once again, I since that meeting, I had an opportunity to, to meet with the staff. It is still the same sense of unreadiness in order to be able to do that and be prepared because the question is we have uh, and I, I will speak to this later on as to where we are in the process, but we don't have anything of substance to report at the present time. And so therefore, we, uh, that was a, uh, not something that the staff felt that we, we could, uh, would be able to do. I'm going to do about five of these because there's 15 in total. And then I'm going to ask for comments from the, uh, from the task force members. Um, third motion was the issue of finalizing the budget, uh, the initial budget for meetings, public hearings, et cetera. Um, this task force never had a budget. There was no budget that came with the ordinance. Uh, so we have, an, we have a staff, which is staffed by Lori Nelson and, and, and her team. Uh, there's no budget that was set forth in the, uh, in the ordinance if, in fact, the task force determines that there's a need for certain uh, activities to have a budget, we would then have to present that through the appropriate mechanism in order to do that. So there was no budget for, for the chair to finalize because there is no budget uh, that we, we have. The only issue that we did finalize is the compensation for task force members um, and um, Lori, can you report on that particular conversation that you had with the CFO? Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Can you, okay. Um, we spoke with our, our CFO uh, relative to compensation. Our compensation will be as follows uh, based on our discussions. Uh, for task force members, um, each task force members will be um, given up to eight thousand uh, dollars for their for your time and your work with the uh, task force at hand. 
the chair will be given up to 10,000 uh, based on the same criteria uh, relative to compensation periods and how this will move forward. We established three uh, payments that will happen. Uh, one will take place uh, uh, towards the uh, middle to end of the summer. The second will take place uh, during um, the uh, winter months. Uh, and then the third will take place uh, in the end of next year, uh, close to when uh, you all will be making recommendations. Mr. Chair, that is what we have based on our CFO's report. Thank you very much, uh, Lori. Um, uh, I'm going I'm to take two more motions, and then I'm going to open it up to the um, task force members. Uh, the fourth one was to review the approved, approved ordinance language by the mayor and council and seek clarification on roles and responsibilities with task force members and city officials. Um, the, that's, that's an action to be taken, you know, if there's a question that task force members have as far as our roles and responsibilities, we can definitely have that conversation. So I'll just leave that as pending. Uh, if there's an inquiry on that, uh, the, the ordinance is relatively clear as to what our responsibilities are, but if, if there's a need for clarification on that, we certainly can obtain that. And the fifth one um, was for the staff to set up social media channels and our marketing communications material and websites and things of that nature. Uh, Lori, can you report on the conversation we had with, with, uh, with the staff's position could be or what you may have in mind with regards to that. Sure. Thank you again, Mr. Chair. Uh, we, we had a conversation and the current website that is the Boston.gov um, reparations website uh, could be used to, to host all of the uh, pertinent information and how we move forward with the task force uh, relative to other types of social media spaces and the like, um, certainly uh, this body can utilize or could utilize um, their personal um, their personal socials uh, as as much as you feel led uh, relative to what we do for the city and the reparations website. We certainly have a communications arm uh, that could lift up some of, of what we are doing within the task force. Uh, that is how we left it uh, for now, but I uh, give it back to you, Mr. Chair. Thank you very much. Uh, I would just supplement that again, as we go along, it's, you know, uh, I, I, I want to find, make sure that there are vehicles uh, for uh, both by way of input from, uh, from uh, residents and interested persons um, to communicate with the yeah. task force, as well as for us to be able to put out the information on what we are doing at various points in time. I would just simply say I would defer this consideration to uh, once we get going. Uh, as it stands right now, I still contend uh, that we are yet to fully form, and so therefore, I think that there may become a place and time for this to be considered. So I'm just going to uh, I'm just going to leave this as motion as pending. So 
So those are five of the motions that came in. I'm opening up to task force members to comment. Um, I guess my question is more about like the agenda. Are we going according to the order of the agenda or are we just doing um, stuff from the last meeting? No, right I, uh, I am going according to the agenda. It says report on administrative matters discussed at their task force meeting held on May 3rd. Okay, my bad. I didn't know. Yeah, I just saw a new. I just yeah. saw new business and old business. I didn't know what no. that meant. Okay. No, no, no. That's at the end of the meeting, my dear. This is the, the agenda is report on administrative matters discussed at the task force meeting held on May 3rd, which we're going to now discuss the RFP proposal for consultants, review the request for extension of the task force phase one report, old business, new business, and adjourn. That's okay. It. Is anybody able to share their screen? To, so that we can visually um, see the documents, or no? Visually see the agenda. Is that what you're asking for, Carrie? Is that what you're the, saying? Yeah. The well, more so the motion. Okay. The motions. I think. Uh, or can somebody just drop it in the chat? Yeah, I think Chip Greenwich. Uh, Chip Greenwich okay. has sent up the motions to each of you have have that, even though that's again your. Uh, we should be in a position in order to do that. Is there a problem with my having read them, Carrie, in order to be able to understand what they are, or or, or do you need to see them visually up on the screen? Uh, because it um, was sent to each and every one of us. Uh, you know, I can pull it. Yeah, I can pull it up. I just thought that it was going to be um, visually ready, um, but I because you know I was trying to stay focused. I don't want to go back into my emails and. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Well, see, but I'm old, okay. see, I'm old school. <laughs> I am old school. I got paper, but I understand. I understand uh, if if uh, the staff can pull that up. I don't want to go into mine to try to try to do that. Uh, I have, uh, you know, I have them. But if they're for the sense in the future, what we'll try to do is become a little more uh, savvy in doing okay. it. <laughs> So that okay. we will have this, uh, uh, you know, we will have those these things up as we're talking about them. Um, so we'll work on that. And like I said, we're in formation and we'll try to do that. So I've I've read five of the fifteen. Any comments? Uh, uh, any comments? Any of the task force members regarding any of uh, any of those five? Yes, I um Dorothy Jones here. I have um I just want to say um in regard to the possibility of something around the time of the NAACP um convention. Mm -hmm. Now, um I believe um one of the meetings it was stated that um we might not be ready as a body to um, present something, but if an individual member was able to partake in a discussion with the NAACP around uh, reparations, even though um, they would just spe be speaking for themselves, would that be possible? Well, anyone is, can speak with regards to their, their views on reparations. What I know I'm careful about as I speak to, I make it very, very clear that I'm not speaking for the task force, uh, you know, so, so I can't say that one cannot do it. But I think the request by 
Dr. Greenwich was that, uh, Chip Greenwich was that he wanted to have this as a body be prepared to present something at the uh, NAACP convention. Had we, I, for me, if we substantively had something to present, if we were, again, we just were sworn in in April, uh, so therefore, if we had something to present, then the issue would be, yeah, we were presenting where we are, if we had our RFP, which we're going to be discussing. So, but if one wants to go there and talk about their views on that or participate in, in any of the workshops the NAACP will have, one's not prohibited from doing that, Dorothy. Okay. Anyone else? No, I just want to make sure, uh, I think people are adding to what the motion said, and I just want people to read what the motion said. And I put the both motions inside of the chat. So I think people are just adding stuff, which I've never said. What was Sorry, the... I was just summarizing, not trying I, to I, I wasn't it. talking about you. Okay, okay, okay. No, I just say the motion just said to have a, um, the first one regarding the meeting in Nubian Square was to plan and host a public meeting on reparation, introducing the members of the task force, sharing the proposed timeline, in hearing the community general comments and thoughts and suggestions and initial feedback. That's what was, that was the motion that was presented. What was just said was totally different from what, was, that, that, what the motion was. Okay. Um, so having heard that uh, from the, uh, the clarification from the maker of the motion, the uh, so what says the body as far as my my position and the discussion with the staff about being prepared for a June meeting that we're not there. So the question becomes, what does the task force members want to do? If you feel that that's going to be a meeting that should be held, I'm not sure to hear the initial comments from the community on what. If, but if that's what the task force wants, that's what I'm asking for people in order to speak on. So the task force one must either say, yeah, that I agree with that motion or not. So that's why I gave you what the staff in my position was on the motion. I didn't restate the motion. I took the motion as it was given. Everyone received it. So the question becomes, does the task force feel that they want to have a meeting as stated in there for that purpose in June? I will just say that I think it is important sooner rather than later. So I'm leaning into yes for June. I think it's important that we formally introduce ourselves um, in, to community, right? And we like set the tone that we are partnering with community and just coming up with whatever the strategy is going to be. So yeah, I think just like having an opportunity to like say hi to who we are um, and just to hear a little bit of what they're hoping for and what their vision is like at the end of this two-year process is important and we were named a few months ago so i think folks do want to have an idea of like what has been going on even if it's not tangible um quite yet um i think because i know that we have a two-year plan um I just, I know that if I'm confused, I know the younger people on the call might be confused about some things, about the timeline. Um, I know that, I think, Chair, you said we'll have the recommendations by early 2024. 
right? That's well, we'll we'll get to that's what the ordinance says. I'm what I'm doing is following the ordinance, and we have a there's a point that I'll be raising about about that. But yes, the ordinance says that the ordinance said that one we would have an initial report on on phase one by the end of June next month. That's what the ordinance said. Mm. And the ordinance then says that there would be something in. Uh, uh, in about July or so, I think of 2024, uh, and then the final was to be, uh, and then our term would end sometime in December. All those, you know, again, I'll be talking to the uh, task force about that timing because it, if there's um, there's nothing to report for the end of June because we just right. got sworn in in April. So what what I'm saying, I understand the urgency of what folks are saying, but to have a meeting to say, hello, this is who we are with nothing to tell them. If that's what folks want to do, I don't have an objection in terms of doing that, but I want to use our time very, very well. I'd rather see us formulate what we are going to do and then make our presentation to the community, but I'm only one person. So I, what I'm saying is I'm asking for, uh, I'll go with the majority of what the body wants to do, and that's what we'll implement and put in place. So uh, Natisha says, and I presume that Chip is the maker, or they feel that we should have the meeting. Um, um, so uh, let me hear from the rest, and you know, from the rest of the members. Either I, we have a try to have a meeting in June for the purposes stated in the motion, or we don't. It's it's a simple question. And so, what would the body like to do? Um, this is Dorothy. I think it would be good to have um, some kind of introduction of us as a body to the community. I um, understand that this June is um, less than 10 days away, I believe. So I think um, to have it in June may be somewhat difficult. Um, I know people don't want to go over into July because that's vacation time, but I think for those of us that can be around maybe by mid-July, um, if we begin to plan something, we can um, easily do something. It's not going to be that we have something to present. It's just an introduction, my understanding. It would be just an introduction so that the people within the community can see us, know that we're trying to um, um, do something effectively in regard to the task force, and just allow them time to um, see and talk to us a little bit. Um, because the best way to maintain um, community goodwill is for us to be out there interacting with the community that we're representing. Um, I agree with Dorothy and uh, Natisha because we have, I think, uh, a kind of a responsibility to keep our eye on the pulse of the community so that these conversations go um, in the uh, a positive direction in the minds of our community, that we are not operating, um, though we may not be prepared with any statements or the progress has not been um, 
sufficient to give them a report, but to uh, sure up their understanding at least of who we are and um, what may be a platform for us to consider some of their questions as a, a list, but not to answer necessarily any questions. I, I'm, I'm for that as a, uh, a way of approaching confidence from community in us. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, it's important for us to introduce ourselves in the community to become familiar with our faces, also um, considering that we are community as well, right? Um, and we're coming from these communities. I think um, a question that I would have, and maybe we don't have to talk about this in this portion of the meeting, but we should get to is whether or not we want to take a vacation or break. Um, because, you know, um, it would be, you know, it'd be great to have this listening session um, or like have this event in June. And then after June, we go into vacation. What do we do with this information? Like, how are we making sure that the execution of these motions are happening and that we're not just taking feedback from the community and then just sitting on it, pause, nothing happens. Then we come back in the fall or uh, mid-July. Uh, like, what is happening with that information? So I think that's just a question for us to think about um, because I think it would be great to get feedback from the community. I think the question then becomes, what do we do with that information? Um, do we just let it sit and then we come back and tackle it or what have you? But we can answer that either, you know, depending on the chair, how you feel um, in another part of the meeting or right now. Well, yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to answer it now only from this standpoint. Um, again, I. I I'm a person that follows a process and a procedure, and the ordinance laid out, oh, uh, this was great deliberations that were made to the council, adopted by the mayor, and, um, and uh, resulted in our being appointed to serve, to, to respond to the, the request for uh, discussion on reparations. It said we would start with an RFP. Uh, in order to do it. So, I mean, I, again, I don't, listen, uh, I have no problems. I'm just not a person who wants to waste the community's time or our time. Time is precious. And particularly as we, so I, my approach is I like to go with substance. I think the community, a lot of the folks know all of us already. They know who we are and do it. But again, I'm going to leave that piece alone, but the process is, uh, I'll just simply say, we can take as much information as we want from input until we do the RFP and hire the person to, to lay out a, uh, a uh, informational framework for us to operate and deliberate on, and then to go to the community and say, based upon our research, et cetera, this is where we're coming out and have the community react to it. We can have a, we can have a general discussion. If that's what the body wants, not a problem. I'm going to take executive privilege here. It seems to me that most of the people want to have a June meeting. What will happen is we have to determine what day and which way. So I'm going to ask Lori, I'm going to ask you and your staff in order to look at a date for a June meeting in order to be able to address this introduction of the task force and I will call it a listening session with the community. So why don't we just, I, I'm, I'm not going to 
deny you, Denelson and Damani, if you want to weigh in on this right now, if you can do it quickly as to what your views are on this, I'd be more than happy to take that. Can we take a formal vote after if Damani and them have, have a input to say? Yeah, I don't think we need a form. I think it's a, I would try to say that it, I can take the, um, take the, the notion of the body that at least four people have already indicated that they would want to do this, do a meeting in June. So I don't think I need a, a formal vote. Uh, um, I just would want to uh, hear from Damani and Denelson if they wish to weigh in on this. And, and Damani has just indicated in chat that he agrees with it. Um, and so um, I agree yeah. too. I feel like I feel like we should do it. Okay, fine. So that's what we do, Lori. Uh, so I'm going to ask for your your staff's efforts in order to schedule a meeting in June. So that's in terms of the motion. Um, um, motion number one. So we have, we'll have a June meeting for that per for those purposes. Chair, Chairman Joe, I just yeah. want to make sure that I just took some executive privilege um, of of being a task force member, and I found a time from the library. They have one time that's available, so I just wanted to put that in the mix for everyone to know that time that they have available for a for a meeting to have such. If if there are other dates or other places, such as the bowling building, I do have a confirmed time from the library um, director of just an open. I have a, it's just a meeting space time. It doesn't say it's from where I I can use it for greatest minds. I can use it for another group. But I do have a confirmed time, and I would like to put that in the chat for the record. Well, why don't you have that conversation with Lori and her staff, Chip? I, we can't speak to each other's, but you can definitely speak to the staff. So if you have that data, that works. Yeah, I just put it in the chat. It's Thursday, June 8th. Yeah. So, um, so Lori and staff, if that's something that can work uh, and that you all are able to do that and that's a date that works, uh, let's, uh, you know, Let's proceed. If not, let's find a date and a time in June that we can uh, can proceed. Um, Mr. Chair, just yes. ask a clarification. Um, I know that we have we have uh, really stuck with the time of the 3:30 window, and this was relative to the task force itself. Yes. I just want to understand if this was the, the agreed or the same timing that you would want to apply to this type of meeting. Um, just so we're clear on timing and how, if I hear, if I'm hearing correctly, this mm -hmm. being a community meeting, uh, just making sure that community can actually get there, that type of access piece. So I just wanted to hear from the. It's yes. a good good point. Task force members, what say you? I think it should be after 5 p.m. But I know that the library doesn't host meetings after 5 p.m. Community meetings in at least the largest room um, in the Roxbury branch. Yep. So that is probably why the 3 to 5.45 was offered as the time slot. So if we know that's what we want to prioritize, our community being able to show up and speak and show out, um, then probably bowling building. But, that's but I, can I just say that I just think we should go ahead with the meeting on, um, I'm just saying suggested time of Thursday at the library, 3, um, the time reserved is 3 o'clock, so we can start at 3.30 and go to 5.45. But just to have this meeting on record that we did this and so forth, and um, I just, I just, I, I was a person. Just give me a, give me the places, give me the dates. Let's just do it. I don't want to go back and forth and wait four more weeks to find out we can't do it. So I know I've been saying this for the last. No, three thank weeks. you, Chip. Yeah, okay. um, I think. Yes. Uh, oh, go okay. ahead, Dorothy. 
my suggestion is if we're going to actually meet with the community, we need to have it after work time. It can, it needs to be maybe from 5.30 to 7.30 um, because if we have a meeting at 3.30 in the afternoon, there are a large swath of our community that will not be able to attend. I agree. I think um, in the evening would best fit. My question is, um, in terms of planning the event, who's orchestrating and coordinating the event? Would it be the staff? Would it be us? Um, would we have, obviously, if we're the ones that's putting on the event or we're the main key stakes in this? Um, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking about event planners just traditionally as an organizer. Um, and then in terms of planning the event, would that be, um, you know, open meeting or would it, because it's internal logistics behind planning, it's not going to be an open meeting? Um, if no, no, no. It, it, no, it will be an open meeting. It is every, we'll address that issue as well as we move along through this process. Everything we do is open meeting. Uh, so the only thing we're talking about, this is logistical from the right. standpoint of having the staff make the arrangements. Now, I think the points are definitely well taken in uh, that if you say you want to meet with the community, you got to have it at a time when the community can be present. Right. Uh, if you talk about you want to have, if we're talking about having this in person, uh, we and 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 or um, um, having it in virtual, we have to determine whether you can do both of those at the location where we're going to have it. So these are the type of administrative pieces. That can be done. So that's why I said I think that the meeting that's talked about appropriately should be held at a time when you say you want to, we want to meet with the community, want them to meet us. You can't have it at a time when they're not going to be there. So the reality would be that this has to be a meeting that's after five o'clock, and it has to be either virtually or in person or both. And so I'm asking the staff to do that. Find a location fine with the process for either in-person if that's what we decide um, and virtual and and get us a date now we're coming up against june a number of different things graduation everything but this body has voted they want june that's what we're going to do and i'm asking the staff to find a location and laurie's question was well um, was appropriate and the responses were as well so i so i think that we're talking about a meeting that's after five o'clock um, maybe virtually, maybe in person, and we'll determine to see what the staff is able to do as far as finding a date, time, and location. Okay. And then I guess my question was, like, who's in charge of the event in terms of making the agenda of the event? I always make the agenda. Okay. Well, so you would... The agenda's already been made. I mean, yeah, the agenda, that's right. The agenda is done. So, yes, the agenda was done based upon the motion. The motion said introduction and to hear from the and listening from the community. And that's it. That's 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 the agenda. That's that's what you all just voted on. <laughs> Mr. Chair, can I just yes. raise one point? Uh, just because we have done these type of community meetings before, uh, just for task force to be uh, mindful of, as most of you are. Uh, certainly, if we're doing it in person, we've always done uh, by way of our checklist. Certainly, accounting for accommodations relative to childcare, uh, in addition to accommodations relative to persons. 
who, based on their health or medical spaces, may need something like a light fare relative to ET. So I just want to throw that out there. I know all of you have done this from a community organizing space, but I just want to make clear that should we decide to go in person, we certainly will be thinking about those additional measures just for the record. So how would we decide a date or a time? Because, I mean, are we going to have this by tomorrow? So I would I would. Because I, I don't want to wait two weeks and be like, because yeah, I, I think we just need to have this tomorrow. So I have my date and a location for tomorrow. Yep. Okay. May I just go back to this, uh, looking at Mr. Chair? Are you all making it clear that this is in person or virtual? Or the or both and. I just want to be clear again, based on what I just stated, on the checklist that we do with community engagement events, because that piece we incorporate other components of the city relative to child care, particularly. And the motion chip, which do you, which do you want the uh, the issue of uh, having those other accommodations is certainly going to is going to probably exacerbate in terms of the meeting location and, and, and timing, but what's your pleasure for this meeting? This I mean, that, if, if that's that what the city, if that's what the city usually does, I mean, it should be, it should be just the way that they already organize. Fine. Then, then in terms of fine. So the other question is having a date and time by tomorrow. I'm not, that depends upon what the staff can do. So they have to determine what they what they're able to be able to do as far as identifying the place and the time. So I'll leave it at Laurie. Uh, can you uh, get your uh, staff to work on this as quickly as possible to try to get a date, time, and location? And it seems like uh, both in person and virtual is what's uh, would be desired. Would be desired. Correct. May, may I ask? Okay, we are fine to do that. I just want to be very clear to the pleasure of you, Mr. Chair, and the body. Um, are there specific preferences for patients, or are we good? Sorry, why don't we just go to listen? Let's make it since we're we have a short period of time yes, in sir. a holiday time frame to do it. Oh, I don't know what that was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, why don't we just do the bowling building? If the bowling okay. building is all the things we need, let's do the bowling building. You got it. I just wanted to be clear. Thank you. Okay. Sounds accessible. It's quick. Um, it's easy. Um, in terms of promotional purposes, because ideally we do want to promote this event to let the community know um, that it's happening. Um, and when we're asking community is it are we just asking this community like who do we mean by community when we ask um or we're talking about these conversations of repar reparations or introducing ourselves as a task force because i think that's important to know just uh, task force maze i just think this is just an open meeting anyone can come who wants to come okay and it's an open public meeting anyone's allowed to come in whoever's interested in this topic Okay. You have a specific email that you want to send it to certain people. You're more than welcome to do so. Okay. It's an open meeting just to talk about what's going on, what's the process. It's just very clear. This is who we are. Here's the RFP. This is what we're going to do. This is what we've been commissioned to do. This is what, yeah, whatever happens in San Francisco happens in San Francisco. This is what we're doing. Okay. I'm just making sure. Just don't want to know. 
no, you know, no, no, people. No, keep keep the questions coming. Yeah, because I don't want no people coming. Is there safety? Like, you know, what's the safety looking like? You know what I mean? I said, like, safety. Do we know what safety is looking like? That's why I'm like, who, what, when, where? Like, I want to know safety as in, you know, safety as in people who are not going there for the purpose of the event. Because. Go ahead, Karen. City Hall meeting, but go ahead. I don't. I, don't. I mean, I've, been, I've got, I've received death threats and white supremacist threats, so that's why I'm being very adamant on safety, who, what, where, and why, because that's very important to be specific when we're, you know, in talking about community, because this is not the most safest work. Um, okay. And just making sure that we're keeping everybody safe when we're putting on these um, events. That's that's all. And I don't want to seem like the negative person here, but I'm just being real. For that reason, that means you're not being negative. Right. And uh, I think considering the reach that we would have in community uh, in terms of the number of people, would not there be um, an interest in having this as a virtual meeting rather than an in-person so that there is the issue of not being able to be targeted, number one. And number two, being able to have the, the introduction and entertain questions um, and have that format rather than trying to secure a location, have food and refreshments, and have an involved process at, that would have to happen so quickly. Um, and then plan for when we have more substances uh, information for the community, uh, that be a time when we uh, have the in-person meeting. Is that a consideration? Of, that's just a, an opinion I'm offering. What say you, uh, members? I mean, that's a, this is the time and the place in order to discuss these types of issues. I, it may seem mundane for some, but these are important things we have to do, how we meet, where we meet, um, et cetera. Uh, so I want to hear from from all the members uh, based upon both the time constraint, which has been uh, mentioned here. Uh, I'm 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 listening. I've stated my position already, as as well as others. We're trying to now fine tune it. We've said we want a meeting in June. We're trying to determine. We already determined what the meeting would uh, be. What will be discussed at the meeting or the agenda for the meeting. And the question is, can we, in this period of time, uh, for a June meeting, have plan for in-person one? Should we plan for a hybrid? Some say let's do the hybrid, and other and what's being proposed by Member uh, Fraser is that we uh, that we um, do this one hybrid. So let's see if we can get some consensus here, folks, and just put this issue. Correct. So what does, what say you, the members? I would say hybrid and that we have some um, sort of tracking system of who's coming um, or like registration, what that would look like. And make it open. Yeah. I would also, George, you're, or Chip, sorry. You're on mute, so just letting you know. But 
I would also say hybrid. I would just note that like the listening sessions, the community listening listening sessions can be emotional sometimes. They can be personal. We're asking folks to be vulnerable, and so I think that if that's the purpose, right, to hear some real lived experience and what that has been, um, it probably doesn't need to be virtual because we don't know like who's recording and how they're going to share or how it's going to be used. And we just want folks to feel as safe and protected as possible. So we can control the factors the best, I think, when we're in person. Unless those folks that are tuning in via online are not also sharing like in real time. I would recommend hybrid. Um, but if it doesn't happen, it's okay. Um, I think we're able to have a meeting without um, it being hybrid, as long as um, as long as minutes are taken. I I just have to say my personal um, preference is in person. If we are going to meet with our community, we have to meet with our community. That's the way I feel. Um, when we're virtual. We lose so much interaction that is important. I think that um, living in a tech society, that we have the ability to do both. Um, I think in person definitely is mandatory. I think that the basis, like all of us should physically be there in the presence of community. And at the same time, I'm thinking about elders. Uh, people in elderly homes who, who might not have the accessibility to be able to get to these spaces. Um, thinking about people who, you know, might have other reasons or disabilities for not being able to be there. So I think hybrid would be the model. But as for us, as the task force, we should be there physically in person. All right. Let's not, uh, I'm going to take again, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take it as a consensus that here's what we want to do. Lori, if your staff can find a date for a meeting for the task force, the month of June, starting at the, at the earliest, 5 o'clock, um, uh, and to provide the meeting in person, location, and hybrid. That's what we'll be looking and for. If, yeah, yeah, if possible, hybrid. I would yeah. like to say if possible, hybrid. If not, yeah. we, we should just still go yeah. on with the meeting. Yeah. So, um, and I, and with that caveat from Chip, so let's let's do that. Let's get this uh, rolling uh, as soon as sooner rather than later. We want to definitely, since this is uh, seems this is something which the task force wants to do, we need to give it as much advance time as possible in terms of notification in as many ways as we can. Uh, in, in order to make sure that we can make sure the community is informed that this is happening. So that's in play. June meeting, location, we'll be waiting to hear exactly, Lori, from your people uh, when that can happen. The other one was the July. The other motions dealt with, one dealt with a meeting in July at the NAACP. The other one dealt with the budget piece in terms of the compensation. The other one talked about what the approval was with the motion, uh, with the ordinance. And the other one talked about social media channels and marketing communications. Lori responded to that. Any comments from the task force member on those? We still have about 10 more to go through in terms of the motions. But let's hear what you have to say on those other uh, motions that were proposed by Chief Gretch. 
Can I just ask for clarification on one thing? Um, so can you hear me all right? Yes. For the budget piece, I know that we don't have a technical budget for the task force to work with, work around or work with. So anything that we're asking for, we have to submit and be granted. Um, but there was a budget allocated for the research. So, right, to my understanding, like the research partners, $50,000 has been the established number for bringing on partners. So, if we uh, I don't um I'm not sure about that. Natisha is nowhere in any, is not in the ordinance. Uh, so I, I don't know what that what, what there is. That's what we were hoping for. That's another part of the agenda, whether the, the our smaller task force committee was going to be meeting with the city representatives to bring something forward. We don't, I don't think we have that for today. So I'm not going to make it a presumption. So, uh, so I'm just going to say to you, I have no indication that that's the amount of glory unless you know something different or, or you know that, that what Letitia says is correct, uh, then fine. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> pardon me, um, to, to clarify, Letitia, uh, point one, uh, or part of your, um, uh, your, your suggestions are, are, is that technically, yes, there is no budget uh, for reparations. Uh, I will say on behalf of the city, uh, certainly, um, and Mr. Chair, I'm saying this because um, so we can follow up. People have had conversation about what it would look like to support this important endeavor. Uh, however, I, nothing has been put in a space where Mr. Chair or you all could review. I'll be very transparent right now. So that's that's where we are. But just so you understand, uh, it, it was it was clear early on that an undertaking like this would certainly uh, need and deserve uh, ways to support it. And so, again, uh, working with Mr. Chair and you all, certainly as we move forward, uh, that would be brought pardon me, back up to attention. Um, and on the point of the budget for the RFP, Natisha, at the initial meeting, the task force pushed back on that because even with uh, what the RFP would contain, until we had an opportunity as a task force to weigh in as to the formation of the of the RFP process. So we don't know. Uh, so it would be my position until our subcommittee meets with the city representatives and come up with what we want to do and what we want to offer as far as compensation for that, there's no num number on the table. I don't know where the $50,000 came from, but my sense of it is um, we don't even know what we want as far as an RFP. So until that happened, there was no number that was on it. I'm just basically saying if there's a desire for a budget piece, then we determine that the, the ingredients of that budget would need to be put forward. We would make the if, – if, if the city doesn't come forward, we would then say, this is what we feel we need to operate. That's, that's the way the process would go. So it's not for them to tell us, it's for us to say, this is what we think you need for the task that you've asked for us to do. And so that, that's how we would go. So the, an amount for the RFP is unknown as far as I'm concerned, because we don't know what we want the research to be. 
One of the motion was around creating stationary and things of that nature. Uh, again, I mean, I, I think that that can be a, a, a pending and a, and a, and a discussion um, down down the road. I, I think there's some immediate things that we just need to get done. We need to get this RFP piece done. We need to begin this conversation. I mean, we got to give them a sense of what we're doing. So all great ideas, but I think that these are things that we can definitely look at um, in the future, but that's my, I'm just giving you my opinion, folks. And, Chair, and I just have my opinions are not the rules here, Chair, what you folks want to do. Chair, I don't know why it's not hard for someone in, for 10 minutes to make a stationary for this, this group. It's, it's yeah, but a stationary for, the, the issue is not a matter of having a stationary uh, tip, it's a stationary for, for, for what? There's no general communications that we're going to be doing. Yes, we are. We're sending, out, we're sending out notices for meetings. We're saying that this is a hearing. This is a hearing date. It's on plain pieces of paper right now. And I think we do have to have some sort of established mechanism, whether it be a Google form, to just receive in, like input and whatnot from the community because if it's just all going to one email that we have no access to we have no idea like how often anyone is going through it how the information is even being like organized to later on be reviewed and like help us to do the work yeah okay yeah. uh Natisha, those are two different points what chip is saying is that there's a need to have a left-hand side of the column with paper that says representative reparations task force and has in terms of the members on it for some purpose. What you're saying is a communications mechanism. I will tell you, I don't want, if you're talking about right now, the city has the website set up for that purpose uh, in, in terms of the city website forms that purpose both from information in and information out. Am I correct on that, Lori? Yes. Okay. So, um, so I don't know what folks are proposing. For instance, I don't want my email out there to receive any of this information. So, so I'm not sure what your last comment, Natisha, talks about. There will be a vehicle for communicating both information out and from uh, individuals who want to weigh in on this particular issue. So is there something else that you have in mind, Natisha? And then I know that Chip was talking about the issue of the stationery. So um, no, that was really it. I know that there is an email that like we're pointing people towards in the community to like send their commentary to, but I just don't know who is the. I know it's the. I, the staff, but I don't know like how often it's being, you know, checked and in what manner and yeah. how we see yeah. again, these are all the forming issues. See, see everyone wants to have us in terms of right now, I'll just simply put it this way, and you have and your and your question is appropriate, Natisha, as to the who. Both the staff and us are trying to formulate how we're going to handle this. So can, can we say now that it's going to be reviewed each and every person? We may decide to set up a committee 
as I talked about before in terms of committees for different things. But again, we have to determine as a task force what we want to take on other than, you know, in terms of what might be um, doing that. And um, you're talking about the raised hands. Dorothy, I want you to weigh in because I can't, nothing's showing up as raised hands. I can't see any of that on my, because uh, the screen is goes all different ways. So. Uh, I would just say, if you have a question, just pop one in, my dear, as opposed to if you're a task force member, because I can't necessarily see the hand. So the issue is, um, so we're working through all of those things as far as how do we get information, how we communicate information, how we handle meetings. Some of those things were talked about as far as how far in advance we give our meeting notices, et cetera. So we're trying to put all those administrative pieces in. and I. I'm having weekly meetings, Monday morning meetings with the staff trying to work through some of these issues that are raised by the task force members. Uh, you know, so we have a standard Monday morning meeting trying to say, okay, the task force has raised this. Can we do this? How can we do it? And that would be one of the things that would be on that in that discussion, Natisha, as to who would do it. Okay, uh, Arthur and then Karen. I think it's important that we do have stationary. I think the stationary makes us official in any communication that is going to go out, especially if we're going to um, hire through the RFP process. I think the researcher's name should also be put on the stationary. Um, if, if one of us, or if all of us agree that we want to invite someone from, for instance, San Francisco or Denver or wherever to um, maybe present to us, at least we can have stationery that makes us look more official, go in a letter or uh, email with that stationery can go out and serve as us being represented and later the researchers being represented because we're all going to be working together, the researchers as well as us. Okay. Uh, I just oh, Carrie, I'm sorry, Carrie, Carrie has a, hold on to Carrie. Um, thank you, Chair. I'm, I'm wondering maybe because like we are an hour into the meeting and still on the first piece of the, we haven't even got past the first piece of the agenda. And I was wondering, um, I don't know how we, we can organize this, but I was thinking about maybe um, having an agenda that is split up into categories. And then we have one meeting about administrative logistics event planning and then we have another meeting about that is um specifically honed in or focused on the the rr rfp and research and then we have another meeting like so that because what i feel like what's happening is that we never end up getting to where we need to go because everything has to be discussed um all in one hour and a half um so i'm just being mindful of the time also june is right around the corner um, so, you know, we're not even through the, through the agenda yet. So maybe, um, we can organize or categorize how we meet each meeting having its own topic. Um, I just don't want to, um, put on the agenda or the, our website that this is what we're going to be meeting about. Community members come and their time is wasted. Um, so, and, and it's not, I know that it's not only about community members coming, but it's also our time as well. So. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to get to everything today, but those things are important. 
and I'm very sensitive to that, uh, uh, Carrie, but under the open meeting process, all of these points that were raised by Chip in the memo have to be discussed in an open meeting. So No, I don't mind it. I'm saying yeah, if it those, we can have it, like, all of the meetings that I'm talking about would be open meeting. You yeah. know, it would be an open meeting, but it would be not everything crammed on one agenda, and then we don't end up ever getting to the agenda. You know what I mean? Well, well, see, I see. I'm taking issue with you because we're dealing with the agenda. The agenda was stated. The agenda was out there. Which you may say that we're not we're not getting to all of the points of the agenda, but this is the agenda item. Right. So we're, so, so we're addressing the agenda. Uh, it, that's why it's stated: report on administrative matters discussed. Anyone who looked at it knew that that was going to be the major one of the issues. They didn't know the number, or the right. substance, but I'm, I wasn't going to, as as I mentioned to uh, Task Force Member Greenwich, we can't communicate offline. We can't right, exactly. things around. So unfortunately, this is the process. And so this is what I'm talking about the administrative versus the substantive, so we, we just have to do it this way. So there's no way to avoid uh, going through this process, as painful as it might be. And if we need to extend have a time, the time to get to it, then right. we have to do that. But, you know, I'm not going to disrespect the request of a task force member to or any of you. Right. an issue. This is the place we have to do it. And we just have to go through the process. So I, I'm sensitive to your concerns. I'm, you know, I like to move no, I get forward, it. but unfortunately, I also got to be respectful to and adherent to what the process says. And the process says, hey, you got to discuss this just openly. So I just say, bear with us. Maybe okay. we can shorten the time. For That's why I'm taking things by consensus rather than votes and all of those things trying to move it along. And if there's no major objection and the majority of the body wants to go with something, we move. The thing about the letterhead, I don't need to hear another discussion on the letterhead. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's just do it. So the it's 10 minutes it takes, someone could have made the letterhead at City Hall and sent it yeah. back, back to us. Yeah. Yes. So in terms of, so, so fine. So we have a situation. So we'll have a preparation of a letterhead for the, for the task force. And anyone who wants to be, in, any person who wants to be involved with the staff, you can deal with the staff. Just we can't talk. So if you have an idea, suggestion, layout, some of you folks got talent, you can give them a way in which to do it. You can talk to the staff. We just can't talk to each other. Okay? So that's how to move And the letterhead just needs to say whatever our official title name is, City of Boston, whatever official title name, and that's it. Don't put any members on there. Don't put anything else on there. Put, just put, just make us have a nice official city of Boston letterhead like every other uh, city office and, and other place has. Okay. Uh, just for in, in being sensitive to Carrie's particular point, is there any of these on here, uh, Chip, that you want to defer on or you want to address here at the meeting uh, here today? Because I want to talk about, um, uh, you know, again, in full disclosure, where we are in RFP, where we are in meeting some of the ordinance requirements, et cetera. So why don't you look through and see which ones you may want to no, take up, or if you want to go through all of them, that's up to you. Yeah. No, the motion two was, I want to be clear, um, it was a public meeting, and it could have been online, and it, it necessarily was just finding three other people that were um, a part of any reparations task force 
to talk about their process. So it wasn't saying it had to be a part of the NAACP. It wasn't saying it needed to be in there. It just said this was just a suggestion, open law. Just saying that it was just an open thing to hear from three people. I mean, I can call three people. I know three people. I know somebody in San Francisco. I can go ahead and do it, but it looks like I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm just think I'm questioning. I don't know how much. I don't know what the, the people power is on the city of Boston side because it's, it's. I think I'm getting confused of how many hours people are doing over there. Or if they have other opportunities, or do we need to bring on an extra consultant or a community yeah. consultant? Well, well, that's work. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's a con concern that I have uh, as far as capacity in order to do what we want to do. Um, the other thing is, because I don't think that they have full-time responsibility for the reparations task force, and that's why I'm trying, that's why I'm having a conversation for, with the staff to say, one, I have to take what the task force wants, have a conversation with the administrative folks, and to determine where, whether we can do it. To be, with fairness to them, to say I want to do the, the meeting you're talking about in July and that type of communication, they may not be able to accomplish that. So that was one of the reasons that uh, was saying, okay, great idea, but reality can it can it can it be done to arrange a type of meeting? If you feel that uh, we can, and Lori, you can work with Chip on that particular piece, and we think we can make it accomplish, then do it. That's really what it what it comes down to is in turn at at this juncture. My thinking is that as we get to the fall, my expectations are is my hope is that we will be in a place where we'll have our listening sessions, we'll have something to present on where we are in the RFP. We may have in terms of additional discussions with the community. That's what I envision in terms of the fall. And I will be speaking to this so-called June report that the ordinance requires as a result of this particular issue. But I would say, Chip, if you think, um, I would say you can go offline with Lori and them to see if that's something that they can do. Uh, if, 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 in fact, you had the initiative and you did it and you work with them on it, and fine, is, uh, I would, I don't think, I as a, a task force member, I don't have any objection to you doing it. It's just a question of who can plan it, who can get it done, and can we accomplish it. So that was the piece. And the last thing is regarding um, the Juneteenth uh, event and so forth. I mean, it looks like, I mean, if it looks like if the city doesn't have the staff where all to do it, if it looks like if myself and community volunteers want to put something together and pass out sheets about what the 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 um, pass out sheets about where how to get information on the website and all that other stuff, I think that's what just needs to happen. If we just need if community volunteers want to go ahead and pass it out, and if we get collateral materials and pass it out, I mean that's what just needs to happen because it it looks like um. You know, I don't. I just don't know the capacity of the city. I don't know if we have a full-time person. We have someone ten hours a week, five hours a week, and so not me not knowing that doesn't know how much work to put on these people. If we keep on saying we want to do this, and they say, well, I'm I can't do it. I'm busy with other stuff. So we don't have right now, and uh, uh, knowing what our people power is for the city of Boston in order to move forward on any of our tasks. And I couldn't agree with you more um, uh, at at all, Chip. I am trying to uncover that. I am pressing that particular issue. That's the reason why I'm having these Monday meetings to get an answer to exactly what is the staffing support that we will have uh, for the work that we have to uh, 
uh, and want to get done. First thing is defining what we want to get done, and uh, we have yet to determine that as a task force. But yes, that is a concern. Uh, I raised it, and we will get an answer to that, both in terms of that and what are the steps that the um, any activities that the task force want to engage in. All of that will need to come together um, with a discussion within the city, uh, since we're appointed by them to carry out a task, and we want to make sure that we have the resources, both in terms of people and as far as dollars to do it. So that's on the table. But I can't answer that for you right now, uh, but I'm trying to uncover that. And just the last thing, I mean, everything else can be put on from my past emotions. It's just really wanted to, did the, did the city of Boston um, corporate council um, move to the question of motion nine? Um, yes, about it. Was that the one in terms of finding is motion nine open meeting law? Yes. They, got, they opine that as a, uh, 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 the center task force is a public body, the open meeting law applies. That was by the assistant corporation council. So they've answered the question from their standpoint and they also further added uh, the information for, that you had previously submitted from the state as far as what the open meeting law. But as far as the corporation council is concerned, we uh, we come under the open meeting law and that's been in position from the beginning. Okay, but uh, the question was on precedent is that I realized that the task force that um, that was before this um, regarding police accountability, was that also on open meeting law? Uh, that was not. We were that we were not told that we were required to be under the open meeting law, and we did uh, we did not uh, proceed in that fashion. This oh, so I, I mean I'm not a I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Well, okay. it's a different administration, and it's different. I'm, so yeah, so I'm just telling you what. President, yeah. president by administration. Yeah. No, well, well I, my, my only issue I can say to you is this is the answer from the corporation counsel's office. Uh, the question will be, uh, what does the task force want to do with regards to that answer? After you, you ask for an answer from them, they've given us the answer. And the uh, motion that I put out there was to um, engage um, the state of Massachusetts uh, Attorney General's Office for uh, guidance on that issue, because it says on page five, that task force um, that I passed out to everybody, even though they passed it to us, it says on page five that if it's a task force appointed by a uh, uh, by a uh, by a, a mayor or such, that we do not have to follow the meeting law. So I don't know if they, they that administration has read this book or not, but I just you know that's that's what I read on page five. Okay. Well, the issue will be um, the, the this is the answer that they have given. On this, what I will do is ask, uh, I haven't had a direct conversation with the Corporation Council. I will definitely raise the concern that you have expressed and ask them to interpret, reinterpret this in light of that particular provision. But the ask was on the motion. It was to actually give a call to the, uh, get guidance from the Attorney General's office. Well, it's okay. So the issue becomes as to those types of questions as to the who will do this. I, I can ask for, Lori, I can ask for if this is a matter for your staff in order to make this inquiry to the Attorney General's office on it. I'm uh, 
I know the uh, on that particular question, our as I'm not sure, Chip, that as an appointed body of the city that we go beyond the corporation council. I think the appropriate uh, role or path for us is to say we question the interpretation of the uh, corporation council and ask that to review it in, uh, in light of this particular provision. So I think that that's the route that we have to go. We are city-appointed task force. I'm not prepared to see the task force go to the state on when we're a city-appointed body. We will go through the process and may ultimately get there, but I think that's what we ask the, uh, ask the Corporation Council to say that there is a question that the determination that was made by the City Corporation Council is correct. Can we have um, what you got in writing from them given to um, the task force members? Sure. Lori, can you send the email around to the uh, to the um, task force members? Yes, Mr. Chair. Okay, and I, I yield back to the chair. Uh, other things can be put on hold to the next meeting. All right. Thank you. Um, just the next item was about the RFP. Uh, proposal. Uh, when we were appointed, we were told that there had been some discussion within the city around an RFP um, to hire researchers in order to assist the task force with its uh, with its mission. We had pushed back at that time and said we wanted to have uh, members of our task force, or we wanted to task force to weigh in on that process. We sought to have a meeting prior to this meeting and we uh, and we had some members who were to participate in that who were still on the task force. Some were not uh, on the task force at the present time, but it was the Murchie Fraser and Dorothea Jones, and at the time it was David Harris, were going to be meeting with the persons within the city. That meeting didn't materialize, Dorothea, inquired about it uh, prior to that. So the question now becomes, um, and again, I hate to put a lot on you, Laurie, when will there be able to get our at least two members, unless there's anyone else who wants to serve on that uh, um, RFP process, to meet, to get a meeting done so that we can begin to get that process in play because we can't move forward without that undertaking occurring. So is there a... So thank you, Mr. Chair. I think there are a couple of things. I did receive the email from both Ms. Dorothea and Ms. Lamarchi. Uh, we had put them in touch with the persons who are working on our end uh, to work on the RFP. The request has been, and I will speak with uh, Ms. Dorothea and Ms. Lamarchi offline on how you all choose to please take uh, three dates uh, that work best for both of you uh, within the next, and that's the determination of you all, but certainly we are looking at the next week or two to determine what looks best and how to get everyone in the same room. Uh, we will then move on making sure that that happens accordingly. This is the RFP for the research that we're talking about? Yes. Okay. Are we allowed to be on more than one committee? You can be on whatever you wish to, uh, Carrie. Yes. Um, we haven't really established those were suggested ways in terms of breaking us down into 
just a suggestion for just how to organize how we operate because as opposed to meeting as a whole, there are some things that we can do uh, as capacity with some members working on specific areas. But no, you can serve on all of those committees if you like. So we okay. can serve on that then in terms of fine, why don't you weigh in? Uh, uh, is that something you want to work on with the RFP process? Now that it is my final week of spring semester and I have more time, um, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind. Well, okay, well, on, yeah. we will. Fine, can we add um, can, carry to that, Lori, in terms of that communication with, along with uh, um, Member Fraser and Jones? Okay. We started out with about four members, and two of them are not uh, on a, on the committee anymore. So uh, I'd be happy to you, Garrett, to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Letitia, yeah. Fine. Okay, Letitia, you... Uh, would it be okay? So we now and the four of you will work on the, with the RFP. You'll work it out as far as uh, working along with the staff on those particular pieces. Um, once again, you folks can deal with the staff. The open meeting law stuff still applies until we find uh, a determination that alters that. So we just have to be mindful of that. Um, the other item that was on the agenda that I had was to review the request for the extension. Um, I read the ordinance carefully to know exactly what our responsibilities are. And the ordinance had in there that we would have a report by uh, in June on phase one. Um, and that's just not going to be possible uh, particularly in light of the fact that we were just sworn in uh, in April. So I think the, uh, you know, those dates were set in place from a passage of the ordinance December 14th, 2022. So um, I am seeking guidance from the uh, task force but I want to also, you know, I'm real. I'm, I I am offering this being realistic to what my own personal schedule is, and I think most of you during these summer months, at some point in time, we want to take off and do some things, and we're going to be away. So while the while the uh, ordinance uh, had us responding, uh, doing a report by uh, in June. I was, and I would have to make this request of whatever we ask for, make this request in writing to the to the mayor in order to make a change in that. Um, I was, there was a report that was late, that was mentioned in June, and I'm just quickly trying to grab my ordinance, so I have my stuff in, better in order here. Um, the, uh, um, there was there was a there were two reports that were were uh, were stated. One was the um, the like date, and the other one was the uh, that was in phase one was to be by June 30th. Phase two was to be by December 31st, 2022. And it said phase one was to research and document the city of Boston's role in and historical ties to the African slave trade and the institution and legacies of slavery. That's what phase one. 
Phase one shall end no later than June 30th, 2023. That gets into what we just talked about with the RFP, which we have not undertaken yet. Phase two was assess the city of Boston's actions to date to address continued impacts of enslavement. Phase two will conclude no later than December 31st, 2023. Um, what I was proposing or am proposing is that we ask for to be able to complete phase one by December 31st, 2023. I don't see us being able to get the RFP process um, um, discussed amongst the committee, the entire task force, over the subcommittee, the entire task force, putting it out for, uh, for solicitation of persons to respond to RFP until sometime final even getting that information and then whatever time it takes in order for them to do the type of research. But I, I don't, that clearly, uh, I don't think will happen. Um, I don't even, I'm just being, you know, somewhat uh, uh, hopeful in terms of the December 31st date, but I'd rather do that than to be coming back three and four times in order to say, we'll say September and then come back and ask for December. So I'm proposing to the body that we, we ask the mayor uh, in light of the fact that we just got uh, appointed uh, on the notwithstanding when they announced us, we didn't get sworn in until April, uh, that we asked for a deferral of that particular date until December 31st of 2023. So that's what says, what say you task force members? I agree. Yeah, I think that in all being realistic that 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 makes sense. So I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm just doing this because I, I want to make sure, Denilson and Damati, I want to make sure that you know that you are integral parts of this committee. And I know, you know. You know, all these, well, I'll speak for myself, this old head on here, you may not want to be able to have to deal with it, but you are as much a member of this task force as anybody else here. So hearing your voices will let me know that you are learning this process because part of the responsibility that I feel as being a elder is in order to be help, able to hope uh, to, to assist you in seeing how this process occurs. You can see here we can agree to disagree, but ain't nobody on this call got disagreeable. That's part of the process that you learn in running meeting dynamics. So if I can hear your voices, uh, you know, and when we do these things, you know, rather than I know you're this, this generation Z, X, whatever you all might be. I'm not sure which alphabet we're on right now, but to have you speak up on these issues would be uh, uh, definitely uh, desired by me. So I, don't, I didn't mean to put you on front street, but I definitely want to raise up your involvement in this process. So uh, how do you both feel about the deferral? Um, I'm really, I'm really kind of confused on like what it's all about. But okay, well, let me tell you what it's about. The ordinance, as I pointed out, said that we had to make we the task force had to make a report 
on certain activities which we're not prepared to report on, uh, to report on that phase one activities and phase two, to a large extent, we would have already have had to had our RFP in place, had the research, got the research back, had an opinion on, on um, amongst the task force as to how we proceed, and really to a sense of trying to find a definition of what we would consider reparations as relates to the city of Boston. There's nothing, we don't have any information to report. Kevin John, can I just give it, can I just give it some real um, uh, clean, clear, um, we had, uh, Mayor Wu is our teacher, we didn't do the assignment up to date, we asked for extension for, we asked for extension for three months, three months so we can finish our homework assignment with Mayor Wu. Well, we're asking for six months. Six months, we're, to make sure that, you know, yeah. we're, asking, we're asking Mayor Wu as our teacher for for six more months so we can get our homework done. <laughs> and, and, oh, and, all right, I understand that now. Okay. And uh, Leticia said we want to get a good grade. So, uh, you know, I, I want to say, I'm going to say it in terms of educational pieces, more you educated, I want a passing grade. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, is there any objection to that by any of the members? I just think it makes sense. I, to do it any at any other point in time. Once we get a sense from the from the task force subcommittee, uh, excuse me, the um, uh, um, the RFP subcommittee, we'll have a better sense of where we are. And I have a sense that we may have moved the date from there as well, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So if there if there's no objection, that's the letter that I'll send to the mayor making a request on behalf of the task force to extend that date to December 31st, 2023. Okay. okay. With the with the open interpretation or like the open opportunity to further extend that date, even if that date is not good, right? Absolutely. We would address that issue. We make the same type of request, uh, Carrie. Uh, if it if it became, which I anticipate it will be, but I didn't want to say, oh, I want to extend it to June of 2024 at this point. Let us see how it is. We may get uh, we may get respondents. A lot of people have done a lot of information, uh, a lot of research on this, so we may we may get a fairly good response back on the research uh, that we can come to some type of uh, discussion material that we can then have with the community about where we are. So our timing, my thing is we are committed to doing the task well, not fast, but well. And so whatever the time takes to do that, we have to make the the mayor, the city council, the community uh, do that. There, this discussion, remember, um, um, the congressman who started this conversation has been doing this for a number of years. There's a lot of material. People are constantly already contacting many of us because they're very interested in this issue. So I've, I was meeting with so many the other day, they gave me something that's going on in Haiti. We know that there's been a national peace on reparations. We know there's a, a global peace on reparations. We know it's San Francisco, Atlanta, Providence, so uh, Evanston, Illinois. So we're gonna get all that information. So not only are we gonna be coming to what we are charged to do, coming up with a recommendation to the city, but we're going to educate all of us and, and folks in our community. 
who aren't, you know, studying this particular issue as to what's going on nationally, internationally, um, and here. So, so we have work to do, and if we need to move the time, you know, I think they'll be sensitive to that. If there are changes, all the good points that, that Chip has raised are important, um, and I have a suspicion that we're going to be addressing those as we proceed. It's just that I'm just putting a pause on some of the things because we just have a sense of unreadiness when there's some pieces we got to get in place in order to accomplish what we want to do. So I'm not dismissing them. It's just a matter of putting them where we will, uh, you know, in a time. So um, that's all of the business. Is there any old business? Is there any new business, uh, you know, old business, new business in order to go? I know uh, we have 58 people on here, and I and I understand uh, community members who are here. I'm glad to see that you're interested, but this is the tough part when you're new, trying to get, you, you know, you got to get the house in order before we can move forward. Uh, you got to, you know, put the get, get the car ready for the trip. We got to put check the gas. We got to, you know, we, we got to check the oil, uh, kick the tires, and that's what we're doing to try to get it done. So um, don't despair. It will come to a point in time where we're going to have a conversation whereby we can hear from you what your thinking is on this particular issue. Part of that will be at the meeting that will be held in June. So uh, that may be an opportunity to at least initiate the conversation even before we get to a particular point. So that June meeting uh, that's been uh, put in place will be one opportunity for it. And I think that as we get into the fall, um, there'll be even greater opportunities in order to do that. So uh, is there any other business to be coming for the body, uh, any member of the task force? Yes. Um, is, can, can I make two motions? Yes. At time? Yes. Okay. Um, the first one is that the city of Boston, along with us task force members, if possible, form a list for replacement of members that drop out off the um, uh, task force. Because I think that there's a lot of work that we're going to have to do. And I think we need to make sure that we are at capacity. If our uh, numbers should be 15 members from the community on the task force, I think that's what we need. That's number one. And the number second one is that the city of Boston, we need to um, write a letter, have a meeting with the mayor or something to make sure that there is a, a staff member hired to work exclusively with the task force. Um, when for setting up our meetings, for making sure that we're all kept up to date of new information that is coming and going um, that we need to deal with, I think that um, with um, Laurie's office, there should be somebody that is working exclusively with us, and if they don't have that person on staff, they need to hire somebody to do that. So those are my two motions. All right. Um, I will. Is there any objection to that by any of the task force members, or can I just take it on the basis of consensus? I, if you're a hand up, 
I see. Is there hand? And maybe that's yours, Dorothy. Okay. Um, fine. I, I, you know, um, I think those are reasonable. These are the types of things that I'm having at the Monday morning meetings with the uh, with the staff. So definitely, um, we'll take those forward as as the sense of the task force. Not just my conversation. It does yes. clarify that this group can move forward with five members um, on the ordinance. So I just want to make sure. But if if more members, are eight, no, 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 there's eight members. No, it's saying that it, it says in the task for it says on the documentation that um, five members or more can be appointed. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I just want to make no... sure that we we can still move without members. Yes. That are here. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we're that that doesn't. I think what Dorothea is saying that we need to be we need to re seek to, a process for replacing uh, those members with and, and the process. Now we we can make the request to the mayor for our input for sure, but in terms of we are we're asking for the replacement and the ordinance change from the committee's discussions, the final ordinance only came up with certain uh, members, number of members as the mayor determined, and the mayor de determined that was going to be 10. So we can have that discussion. I'll bring that forward, Dorothea, uh, and try to see if we can get that addressed uh, quickly. Uh, both in terms of that, the number as well as the process. And then um, I had I had two um, in here, which I'll just put in the thing. Um, just want this to be on record. Um, I don't think we'll be have time to discuss it today, um, but I just want this to be on record that um, I did have three that I did um, want to bring forward, um, and I'll just quickly name them. One was um, 13, um, and I just kept the numbers just to keep us all in order, was uh, that um, that the city of Boston um, set up a past meeting and meeting notices where on their website so we can have full transparency from um, the community to know that the event, the, the hearing happened, the meeting notice and agenda and also minutes um, and videos that will be available that should be on the website. That was motion one that was put out there. Motion two was for the city to set up aside a special fund for um, for $60,000 um, for deliberative democracy mini grants and also um, and also mini grants to the community up to $500 to $2,500 um, to be giving to the community to talk to um, issues around um, the reparations process um, and also community to have um, community convenings regarding this. Um, and also for the community to um, have teachings about reparations and also for the community to even have artists that um, have opportunities to um, actually be participating in the process of documenting our elders and other community people about the harms and the lived experiences on video that we can start populating and start having our community start being involved in the process. So that was um, motion 14. And motion 15 was just to make sure that um, that the city of Boston and RTF members encourage all citizens that have input, data, reports, materials, inquiries, or anything to forward those materials to reparations at boston.gov. However, the city of Boston will triage that information to RT members and chair when appropriate.
Uh, Chip, as I yes, I won't get into a big discussion of those. As I mentioned to you when you did it, all great ideas. I think a lot of those ideas follow on the heels of once we get the RFP process. That's what I would say that the that the that the persons doing the research should have the responsibility to begin to collect and and, and do for us. But we can talk about the process of that. But I think it falls on the heels of the uh, of of those activities, and we'll see you know where we go from there. So. Um, and I, I do disagree. I, I do disagree on that. But uh, okay. That well, I, again, it gets back to the other points. It's <laughs> not a matter of disagreement. Is you, what you're asking for is in terms of whether we can get the capacity in order to do that, and that's the conversation we have now. Yeah. So great ideas. So it depends upon the capacity. It gets back to your question about a budget. No one has said to us that we have a budget. So the issue will be if there's something that we want to put forward in a budget that takes for. The question of who do we have the conversation with, how do we present that going forward, the ordinance is silent on that particular issue, so that's a discussion with the city, and we'll have it. We'll have it. All right? Um, uh, and the last thing, uh, Chair, was just that uh, we were not able today to review the last minutes of the last meeting or um, and, and being able to review them and then um, agree on that, you know, what was said in those minutes, and nor were we able to... Um, we just haven't had a process to review the minutes and then say these are the minutes and then go forward. So I just want to make and, sure that's incorporated. Yeah. And the reason why I didn't do that, Chip, was because of the same thing that Carrie had said. I know these administrative pieces. Uh, there was uh, the I brought forward the issues and the conversations from the meeting, which were primarily your motions. So I didn't see the need to do that. But that certainly would be something going forward would be an adoption of of, of of the minutes. And the only reason why I didn't do it here because the substance of that conversation were the motions well, that you had presented. So that's the only reason why that wasn't done. Thank you. And I just want to just make sure that um, the community and the, um, and I, this is through you, Chair, um, just to make sure that these three motions have been received by the, um, by the, um, by the task force. That's just why I just want to just by consent. Oh, well. Very good. Oh, it's been done. Thank you. Anything else for anything else for uh, to come before the meeting? Um, I was wondering if maybe um, next meeting we can have a timekeeper um, because we we didn't get past the first. That's why I, I agree with you, Chair, that we don't have enough time for the first report to be get provided because we haven't even got through the first item of the agenda. So um, maybe like having. Yeah. We don't yeah. need a timekeeper. Yeah. I know how to keep the time. The issue was we needed to get, I understand that we're 19 minutes over what we said the meeting would be. Not an issue in terms of time. We had a number of issues we had to get discussed. So it, uh, it's not a question of the timing. It's the importance of the issue. I was not going to not respect um, right. what right. has been brought forward. So the fact oh, that we run God. over, what I should have done is ask at 5 o'clock was the body where the task force members willing to stay for additional moments from a procedural standpoint, but I just let us go forward. But uh, we'll be mindful of that going forward. Okay, thank you. And is the next right. meeting going to be about whatever is remaining on the agenda? That, that's no, the, the next, meeting. next meeting, as we talked about, the June meeting is uh, has already been established. We've already established what the June meeting is. The question we will have, we may discuss it in June, is what other meetings that when would we have 
in terms of the next meetings, whether we're meeting, we raised this before, going back to uh, Chip's point, whether and others, whether we meet in July and August. Um, so, so that's really what the what the question will be at this particular point in time. There's only one meeting that's being that's planned at the present time, and that's the June meeting, which okay. we should be hearing about the very very soon. Um, okay. So just so I have it clear in my mind, the yep. next meeting is going to be about the June meeting. So I guess my question is, when are we going to get to the the rest of the agenda? Like, is that a thing, or we're not going to well, have? I can't. I can't. We may discuss that. May be something that we discuss at the June meeting as to whether we have, for instance, if we have information back with the RFP committee. If we don't have it, there's nothing to really in order to to discuss. The other one was whether there should be some type of uh, activities in July and all. I think we have to take that up at uh, at the June meeting. We have to take that up as to whether that's something we want to do. The June meeting is to deal with two issues: the introduction and the listening session from the community. That that was that was the agenda that was set forth there, and we may get into planning for what 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 other meetings that the task force may have. That may be something. I don't think that's a problematic issue to discuss, even if we don't have it necessarily on the agenda. I just want to raise a question about motions that uh, Dorothea uh, raised uh, for procedure. Are since that was not one of the consensus motions, a motions that was on the consent agenda, um, where we would we be able to uh, uh, approve the motions? Going forward, you said you were going to ask questions, but in terms of the task force being in agreement with those motions, will we be taking a? Um, well, well, I I think I stated when she made those motions, was there any objection to those motions on it? If if folks want formal votes on these things, I don't have a problem taking formal votes. I've also worked with uh, bodies where we do things on consensus, yes. and that's why I asked, was there any objection to what Dorothea had raised, as I did with even with the ones that, uh, that Chip had raised? So, um, you know, again, if we want to take a formal vote on those, uh, then fine. And if you want to put it in the form of a formal motion, Dorothea, we can take it on and take a formal vote. It's, it's whatever's the pleasure of the body. I see it. Is, is that a hand from some, I can't. I'll lower my hand. Okay. Oh, that was you. Sorry. Okay. So, so talk to me folks. If you want a motion, put a motion on the floor. That's all. But I was taken as consensus that she wanted to have, have with the city for, uh, for a listing of, you know, for possible uh, additional members for the task force and a staff member to work exclusively with the task force. Um, and I took those as things that you want me to have taken back to the city and based upon that, that's what the task force desires. So that's the, that's how I took it, uh, Lemurgy. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right, folks. Uh, if there's nothing further, um, I, I will take a motion to adjourn. All right. Thank you very much. I think that that's, I think that's a yes. <laughs> so. No, 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 it's not a yes. I just want to make sure that no, 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 since I got you, is that I think there are a number of administrative stuff that does still need to be continued. So I don't know before or after the meeting in um, June or another time needs to be set, but I just want to just make sure we go through all the other administrative pieces as well. So 
I think that's the confusing part. We don't know, like, when we leave the space, what's going to, like, allow us to walk into the June meeting successfully. So how is that going to happen? I'm sorry, how are you going to do what now? Uh, how are we going to make sure that, like, we are promoting in a timely manner, that we're getting the word out there, that, like, well, in terms of, I, I, yeah, 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 I don't, I don't know what assurances I can give you other than the staff that has been given to us have said that they're going to address that. So I'm not sure so maybe what beyond have... that, uh, what, uh, what, what does the task force members uh, feel? We just need to have a prep call or some sort of meeting prior. Tomorrow, to yeah. Tomorrow we need to have dates and and times by the staff of in the bowling building of when we can have this meeting um, for the community and the public. All right. In terms of fine, uh, Lori, you got your your marching orders from the task force. They want to know by tomorrow exactly when the meeting will be held and where it will be held. The June meeting. Will someone I heard. A flyer? I'm sorry, Natisha. Would someone create a flyer? Would someone from the staff create a flyer, or would that be one of the task members' responsibility? I know it'll be posted on the website on Box. Um, you know. Yeah. No, those additional pieces. Uh, there is. Uh, I'm not imposing any of the administrative stuff on task force members. If you want to be able to be involved in that particular process and want to do that. Again, as I've said to you, and each and only thing that cannot happen is that we talk. You have every opportunity to speak with the staff with the ideas or any type of support that you may want to render to them in carrying out that responsibility. But what I am saying yep. is they have the administrative, they are the ones who uh, have the administrative responsibility to carry out what we want done. Now, I, I don't think we signed on to do all of those types of things, but to the extent that you uh, you would, you know, be inclined to do so, you're not prevented from doing so. But what we're looking for now, and we can sit up here and make, you know, edicts as to what the staff will do. Hopefully, uh, that they can do it, and if uh, uh, if 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 they can't meet that time frame, then I would hope that. Um, they will let us know that they aren't able to meet it and why. And see, they can communicate with us. We just can't communicate with each other about it. That's all. So you have every opportunity to meet with the staff on that. And and just the last thing, um, and just the last thing, Chair, if you can put together like a like a one pager or something for for members to know what open meeting laws are. I know there's the whole booklet which I got asked everyone to do. But I don't know something because um, I just want to make sure everyone is just clear. But they, uh, Chip, it might be Chip, or, or a community if folks want to sit down with somebody or whatever. Yeah, Chip, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very, very clear. I am not the lawyer for the committee. I am not going to interpret the open meeting law. I will direct people to the resources that are there in order to do it. I'm not. I'm not going to commit to do that. Uh, in terms of the 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 documents are there. The Attorney General's office is there. Um, Sounds the, good to me. Oh, you know, so, so, so my sense is I'm not going to commit to do that. I will just direct them to where it is. Uh, as, as we say in the law, the best case is in terms of the documentation that's there, and that's what I have to refer one to, not my interpretation of it. That's the best evidence is what they have put out there. So I would direct folks to that. Thank you. Okay. So, so just to make sure, 
um, after this June meeting um, or up until the June meeting, will subcommittee meetings be happening simultaneously up until June? Or no? The only committee meeting that will be meeting will be the reparations task force meeting if they are, you know, excuse me, the reparations, uh, the RFP. Okay. That's the meeting that you all are going to be working on trying to arrange sometime within the next two weeks with the city representatives that we're talking about the RFP. Okay. That's the only uh, committee meeting that would be, uh, would be meeting. Okay. Or subcommittee meeting, yes. All right. Anything else? If not, thank you very much, folks. I'll see you at whatever the date and time and location that the June meeting is held for the two purposes we talked about, the introduction and that. And uh, and we'll see what we can prepare with regards to some of these other issues. I'll be having these Monday meetings with the staff uh, just to get to see whether some of these things can be answered so I can report back to the All right. Not sure what that is. It seems like it's going along with your typing, uh, Dorothea. I don't know. It seems to be going along with your typing. (laughs) All right, folks. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll wait to hear or back on our June meeting. Take care, everybody. Thank you, community, for for participating uh, in, in this meeting. Have a good day, folks. Thank you.